Welcome to CareerPod, brought to you by Transition Solutions and the CareerPod team. This episode should provide you with valuable career information and insights. Hi, today we are speaking with Jenna Lowe, a program administrator for a summer fellows program at Tufts University. Good afternoon, Jenna, and welcome to CareerPod. Hi, Carolyn. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. We appreciate your participation. So let's get started. Could you tell me a little bit about your earlier life and educational preparation for your field? Sure, absolutely. One of the things that I hold most dear and I believe really prepared me for a life of service and working with students is the fact that I was Girl Scout from the time I was six until my senior year of high school. I earned my gold award and I stuck with it throughout a time when many people started dropping out of Girl Scouts and not staying involved. So I I look at that as something that shaped me not only because I had um, strong women leaders around me and they encouraged us to try new things um, and, you know, solve problems. And it it was a really sort of core element of my life um, that I attribute to my my career preparation and my educational um, development. And, And in addition to that, I went to college and studied, um, you know, I had a liberal arts background in my my own um, undergrad experience, and I just took classes that interested me and really connected to the institution, both as an academic place, but also as a fun place to be, and I really loved my time in school. Um, So I think that also shaped why I have chosen to work in the university setting as a professional. That's great. Now, um, did you obtain a degree after your bachelor's degree, and what type of work have you done before you um, started at Tufts University? So I do have a master's degree. I, After my bachelor's degree, I worked for three years. I was the assistant director of what at the time was called a public service office. Uh, we managed service learning courses and orientation programming that was service oriented and we took students on alternative spring break trips. So there was always some kind of civic engagement element or public service element to the work that I did in that first job. And after I worked in that position for a couple of years, I decided that I really wanted to stay in higher ed. And I knew that oftentimes in order to advance in higher ed, a lot of people would would get a graduate degree, would get a master's degree. Um, So I did decide to go to graduate school um, and I have a master's degree in education. Um, I studied adult development. Um, I didn't study student affairs or higher education specifically because I did want to have sort of the freedom to maybe work with nonprofits or um, other organizations, not just higher ed, but I knew that the, the courses I took would help me and support me in advancing within um, higher ed. Um, before I worked at Tufts, um, I worked for 18 months, not very long, um, working at a nonprofit after school high school program. Um, so I managed that. I was the director there. And then I moved back to Boston and worked at another university in Boston in the Career Center um, for 13 years. And there I was responsible for the internship courses and other experiential learning elements of the curriculum at that school. That's great. You've had a, a quite a bit of a 
overall view of higher ed and did quite a bit in terms of student services there. So that's great. Could you do me a favor and explain the basic tasks and responsibilities of your current position? Yes, absolutely. So my title right now is Program Administrator. Um, And within higher ed, titles can mean a lot of different things at a lot of different places I have found. But in the context of my current role, this means that I manage a program from design and recruitment all the way to implementation and assessment and evaluation. So I have two graduate students that I supervise during the summer, so there's some supervisory component. And I design the application process, manage the interviews for students that have applied to the program, I do the info sessions and promote the program across campus, and I collaborate with my peers on the program team to reach out and support our program partners who submit positions for our students. So there's some um, employer outreach as well in addition to student um, outreach. And then once the program is running, I design the programming and alumni mentoring elements. So we offer over the 10 weeks that the program runs. uh, This summer we did, I want to say about 10 programs, roughly one a week. And we did anything from a lunch and learn series that was career development skills-based. We did two theme-based uh, roundtables on domestic violence and one on immigration. And then we've all, we also had some guest um, presenters come in from the alumni community. So once the program ends, I handle, um, in collaboration with one of the graduate assistants and our director, the assessment and evaluation of the program. And then once we get to about October, we start it all again. Wow, everything from shoot the nuts with that kind of a program, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's 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 uh everything from soup to nuts. That yeah, that feels like it some days too. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. And the great thing in working in higher ed, you can do additional things there on the campus in addition to running your program. I think um you've just got something that you're doing. Yes, I do. I was very excited to start a new job at Tufts recently. I've been there for about eighteen months. So you can say that's not a very long time, considering the position I had before that, I was at the place for 13 years. So this semester, coming up in the fall, I'm going to be a pre-major advisor. So I work with seven students that are new to college. They're coming in as freshmen, first years. And I am advising them on their registration for courses and just helping them as one more person in their corner, getting them ready to experience college and just answer questions and get them through um, their first couple of years until they declare a major and go off with a faculty member advisor. That'll be exciting, I'm sure. It sounds great. Sounds wonderful. What's the most satisfying and frustrating thing about your job? The most satisfying thing for me across all of the jobs I've ever had is working with the students. I love working with college students. I love watching the college students that I know. I've I've also worked with graduate and professional school students, so people that are preparing right now at at Tufts. I have medical students and dental students. I have a lot of different people across my um, portfolio, really. But the most satisfying thing is working with the students, watching them connect their academic work to something else, either at a job or in the community 
or an interaction or a person that they've met, experiencing their their learning and, and watching them grow and develop um, is the most satisfying thing by far. Um, and it's what keeps me in higher ed. I really enjoy working directly with students. So even in opportunities where maybe, you know, I could apply to a job that's much more, you know, management level or, or you know, director level or something like that, I really like working with the students and that's the, the best part about what I do. I would say the most frustrating thing, it's hard. It really depends on the place where you work. Um, but in this yes. particular yes. job, the most frustrating thing is just how quickly the summer goes by. Um, <laughs> so I, I was, it's surprising, you know, and, and I wish it could last a little bit longer so I could, I could do even more with the students. That's a good problem to have because in other, other times, you know, you can always have some kind of a frustration, but I've been very lucky so far in this job that that, that really is the only complaint I can, I can give you. <laughs> Well, as I say, time flies when you're having fun. So you must be having fun. <laughs> yeah, I really am. <laughs> That's great. Uh, what advice would you share with others who are considering a career in this field? So anybody who wants to work in higher ed, I would give them a couple pieces of advice, and I have done this. Um, I, I've talked to others, and, and these are the things I tell them. I tell them to look at the culture of a school, look at, what are the clubs and organizations that they have for students? What are the affinity groups or professional development opportunities or book clubs or other things that they have in place for staff? How do they treat their staff? I tell them that that's important because you are going to find in higher ed that you build a community of people. So you meet other people across the university or across the college that work in very different departments, and you never know when you might need to rely on them for their expertise, and they might need to rely on you for something, to support a student or a program or to help solve a problem. So I really encourage people to look at the culture of the institution and see how they think that they would fit in at that place. Going back a little bit more specifically, I would say, People that maybe are coming into higher ed, working at a college or working at a university that have never done that before, and they're entering in perhaps from another profession, um, they would want to get familiar with, you know, all the different departments and all the different kinds of majors and what the students can study, just so that they know um, what from their own background they might be able to connect to the institution and look for a job that maybe has something that is connected to their work. So, for example, if you're coming in and you've worked in corporate America and you have um, you are a, an assistant in a human resources office, you might find yourself doing employer relations for a career center, um, or you mm -hmm. might find that you would like to work in the business school as a faculty administrator or a faculty um, development person. So, there's a lot of different things within higher ed. There's a lot of elements to it. And I would say that if you have some kind of a career and you really would love to work at a school, just to take a look at it and see what might be the, the best place for you. Yes, because there are more opportunities in higher ed than just being a faculty person. And so many yep. people don't even think about that. Right. And at all. I, at all. And, and I think higher ed has, you know, they have payroll departments. They have, you know, they have to pay student employees. They have to pay the staff. So there's room for accounting and business folks. There's people that come up with the budgets. There's people that 
manage grants. There's a lot of administrative support that faculty members need. So all of the departments and centers and institutes have some kind of a program manager, a project manager that they uh, rely on. So if you have good organizational skills, if you have good um, event planning skills, think about um, events that happen at an institution. There's orientations, there's board meetings with trustees, um, there's commencement. So there's a lot of different things that people can do um, at a university, and it's a lot of fun. And you really meet some some fantastic people along the way. I've always had a had good luck there. Yes, and the great thing is it's a college campus, so there's lots of fun things also to do on there. Yeah. On campus, yes. So I'm going to ask you one more question, and I had a couple of optional questions here. So I don't know which one you would like to answer. I'll ask you both, and you can decide which one you want to answer. Okay. Do you have an interesting or funny story that you can't mention that has happened to you while you've done your work? Or has luck, good or bad, played a role in your career? Oh, yeah. But... Both of them are so good. I have to decide. I haven't – I would say that luck um, luck has played a role in my career in a couple different ways. One of them is going all the way back to my very first job. I was also a student at the institution where I worked for my first job. So I graduated – and I worked there for three years after that. I don't always recommend that to people, but it did work out for me. So I say it does It does sometimes work out. But luck came in because I had been interviewing for other jobs, and I had a couple of offers to work with AmeriCorps programming. Um, and I wasn't able to financially see myself doing something where I was being um, – paid a little bit less and I was essentially doing public service for a year. Um, it sounded great, but financially I wasn't able to really see myself doing that. But I was lucky because somebody left their job and I had been a student employee in the office. So the position was offered to me and I, I got myself a full-time job with benefits, including retirement and health insurance, um, probably about two and a half months before graduation. I knew exactly what I would be doing. Um, I didn't have to worry, and I had a job lined up. So that was pretty lucky. And that luck sort of fast forward. When I was applying to jobs at the time when I knew it was time for something new, and I ended up at Tufts, when I was in that first job, we were – creating a, a regional organization. And we relied on the Massachusetts organization that was the same same organizations. We relied on Massachusetts when we were creating the organization in New York. And in that research and in those conferences that I attended, I met some people and I joined some listservs, so email lists, for something that was just starting out at Tufts University that was not called what it is at the time. Now it's the Tisch College of Civic Life. And so that was 20 years before I started. And lo and behold, here I am working now for what has wow. become Tisch College. And during my interview, I told the story about how we used to rely on their research and things when we were starting our organization in New York. 
And I, I don't know if for sure if that's one of the reasons they hired me, but it was certainly <laughs> certainly lucky that I could speak intelligently to their history going back 20 years when many of the people in the room hadn't even worked at the institution. But yet here I was, and I knew all about their founding. <laughs> that's great. That was fortuitous. There you go. Yeah, it does absolutely. happen. It really does. Well, Jenna, thank you so much for sharing your experiences. You have provided us with an insightful look into the field of higher ed and being a program administrator for a, a program there on a campus. Anyone considering a career in this field would benefit from your excellent advice. Once again, thank you for your contribution to CareerPod, and have a great day. You're welcome. Thanks so much, Carolyn. You're welcome. Bye.